Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Everybody. Welcome to Board Games Daily. This is AJ, and I am talking about what I played last night at game night. So we missed out on Monday because some things are going on. Uh, Jeremiah's got some some uh, crazy stuff going on right now, and I had the day off yesterday, so we were spending it with family because <clears throat> a lot of teachers had Monday off. Didn't get around to recording an episode, but I did get around to playing some games, and we're going to talk about those today. Um, so last night I had... Uh, four guys over, and we played a game of Scythe. We'd been wanting to get this game back to the table for a long time. Uh, the guys really enjoy it. It is not my favorite game in the world, uh, but these guys really seem to enjoy Scythe, and I enjoy it too. Um, so we played a, we played a little bit of that, and it went really smoothly. Like all the guys had played it before, um, and it was actually a really quick game all things considered. I think it was probably about an hour and a half. We just kept moving. So I think that's pretty pretty fast for a game uh, with five people playing Scythe. Had a great time playing that. I did win. I always mention that because I'm an arrogant jerk. Uh, but no, there's a lot of games I lose. But uh, I was able to bust out the win on, win on Scythe last night, which I was very excited about. Then I... Uh, I left it up to the guys to see what they wanted to play next, and surprisingly enough, they wanted to play another Stonemeyer game uh, called Viticulture, a good worker placement game about making wine. We've talked about it a lot on the show before. Um, I have what's called the Essential Edition, which includes some things from the uh, original Tuscany expansion, and um, it was, again, a blast. For some of the guys, it was their first time playing and uh, for others, they had played it before. We had a great time playing this. Scores were actually very close. Uh, three of us broke the 20 marker. Um, there was a tie at the end with me and another guy for 24 points. And um, he ended up winning with the tiebreaker, having more to Lyra at the end, which was okay. It was a, still a great game. And anybody who was behind was very closely behind. And finally, we finished with an old school game that I really love. Uh, called Citadels. Now, Citadels uh, was one of the games that got me into gaming. Uh, I have the Fantasy Flight edition of the game. It is no longer in print by Fantasy Flight, but Z-Man does have two editions of the game. They have a real lightweight version of the game. It costs like 12 bucks. It's going to give you the base characters and the base uh, district cards. And then they have like a heavier version of the game, which has... Um, the base characters, and then I think it has two other sets of alternate characters as well, and a couple more things going on, maybe some expansion district cards and things like that. I have the Fantasy Flight Edition, which has a second set of characters, and it has some expansion cards. It's called the Dark Cities Expansion. I really enjoy this game a lot. It has just enough complexity to it, um, but it has a lot of luck, a little bit of social deduction. Um, but that's the fun is, is trying to decide who took what character and how your character is going to interact with that one as you try and build districts. Had a great time playing games last night. Was up till 1.30, way later than I should. And now it's a very snowy morning here in Ohio and I'm on my way to school thinking, what did I do last night? 
Uh, but it was good either way. So that was game night for me last night. We're probably going to be hearing from Firestone soon about what he's going to be playing tonight. And then also stay tuned for our topic Tuesday. That's it for now. Check you later. All right, everybody. It is Topic Tuesday. Today, uh, we are going to be talking about games that are either a hit or a miss with family. A lot of times over holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas or whatever you celebrate, you're going to bust out some games with family. And you know that sometimes the family will give it a check or an X, sometimes right off the bat, sometimes at the end. And what's so, it's so disheartening sometimes because you have a game that you love, you get it to the table and it's a total miss with the family. But then sometimes you have a game that surprises you. You're like, I don't know if they're going to like this or not. And it's a total hit. So I'm going to talk about a game first that's a total hit. Maybe in another segment later I'll talk, or, or tomorrow I'll talk about a game that was a miss. One of the games that I busted out probably six or seven years ago, I was at a game store in North Carolina visiting my brother-in-law, picked this game up. I think it had already been a year or two out of print. It's called Mystery Express by Days of Wonder. This game has gotten a lot of flack, and there's a reason it's out of print. People do not like it. I love it. There's a lot of people who don't. And you can read all about it on, the, uh, on a geek forum. But I think this game is fantastic. Busted it out with family, and we love it. So it's basically murder on the Orient Express based off Agatha Christie's novel. There's going to be a lot of card passing as you move from train car to train car with your character. And you're going to be trying to switch cards out with other players to find out who did the murder. So who's the suspect? Where it was at, the location, the mode of operation, and uh, the motive, the reason that they wanted to do it. Now, as you're passing these cards and looking through it, you're going to be checking off every time you see a card, who you saw it from, and hopefully by the end of the game, you can put a check that you've seen two different cards for the, the gun. If you can check it twice, you know you've seen it twice in a round for sure, then you're going to know that it was not the gun. At the end of the game, when you have the, the, most of those things checked off, you're going to know that there's several things that you've only seen once. Hopefully only once in each category. That means you have the answer to all four. But it's highly, highly unlikely to narrow it down and have all four categories picked out. But you will have a good idea. And so there's a little bit of guessing at the end of the game. Uh, but that's too much detail to go into right now. Anyways, there's a ton of card passing in this game. Every time you see a card, you discard it so that other people can't see it that round. It is crazy. There's certain actions that take place from each stop that you make on your way from uh, Munich to Istanbul, I think, um, or Budapest. I can't, I can't remember uh, where you're going exactly. In any case, there's a lot of things that happen between rounds that you can do. There's also a time element to the game where you're trying to figure out the time that the murder happened. We absolutely never play with that. That's one of the reasons that this game got killed. We just don't play with it, and it hasn't hurt our games at all. Um, it's really uh, not necessary to play with the time element in this game. It is an extra thing that does that happens outside of the normal round, um, and it really is just a lot of extra time and a lot of extra thinking, and it really slows down the game. Uh, we never play with it. Now, there's a stack of sheets that you use. You peel them off and you write on them every time you play this game, and they are not reusable. I have played with over 75% of these sheets. It is a big stack of sheets. That means we love this game. I still like Mystery Express. If you think that you like that noir theme, that Agatha Christie kind of mystery novel um, game, I like this. I think you should give it a try. 
and don't use the time cards. That is if you can find it. This was an absolute hit with my family. This is our topic Tuesday, hit or miss with family gathering games. So tell us what you had that was a hit. Tell us what you had that was a miss. We want to know, but that's it for me. That's it for now. Check you later. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Hey folks, it's Firestone here with Board Games Daily powered by TheologyofGames.com. AJ brought up our topic Tuesday topic, which is Thanksgiving games hit or miss. Which ones were hits? Which ones were misses? Well, I have a terrible tale to tell. I packed a big bucket of games. I thought through things. What could we possibly play? Who's going to be there? How many people? How experienced are they? What do these people like? What have we played in the past? All these things. A big bucket. Put it in the car. Drive down to my in-law's house. Spend a few days at Thanksgiving. We played not one game. Not one. It never happened. There were times when we were just sitting around and myself or my wife would say, hey, does anyone want to play a game? And it'd be kind of, oh, yeah. And then the next thing you know, everyone's gone and it never happened. And this is like the second year in a row that this has happened where I take the time and effort to pack a box, bring a box full of games, and nothing gets played with my in-laws. So I think I might be done doing that because it's kind of a knife in the gut when you do go to that effort, hope to get something played, and nothing happens. And they all say, hey, we like playing games. Hey, we love playing your games. And then they don't actually appear to, to do that. So I'll try again at Christmas with my family who do like to play games and will actually play them. But what was a miss for me? Everything that came. Thanks for putting salt on the wound, AJ. (laughs) Jerk. Have a good day, everyone. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.